Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host. My name is Q. If my voice sounds a little weird, it's because I'm still a little bit under the weather. Um, I'm about 85%. I posted on my Instagram story that I've been sick. I actually missed a show. I missed a, uh, a concert that I was supposed to go to on October 1st. Um, it was some band like Sammy Ray. Like I really wasn't going for the opening act. I mean, for the main act, excuse me. I was going for the opening act of somebody that I saw in the past, which is Kaina, um, back in 2022. Yeah, 2022, I saw Kaina, and she was opening for this other group on October 1st here in Pittsburgh, and I was like, I was down horrible. Um, no alcohol today. We're drinking coconut water. Contrary to what I show on the podcast, um, I do not drink like that. I don't drink alcohol that much. I like to buy it. Um, we're drinking coconut water. I still need to hydrate. That's good stuff, y'all. So anyway, uh, just a couple things that we got to talk about today. I uh, I did get to go to a concert yesterday. It was the Andy Warhol block party. I don't know when they started doing this. I went to one last year. And here in Pittsburgh, we have the Andy Warhol Museum, um, which showcases like Andy Warhol stuff. And they have different exhibits and things like that. And they also do something called the Sound Series, where they bring like, they bring like good indie acts in recently i think their most recent sound series that they have um which are intimate shows like they're they're housed at the uh these performances are at the andy warhol museum they have like a little a little venue and it's small so these sound series events usually sell out because it's such a small venue and they're intimate shows so um, I saw one of the members who plays for the War on Drugs there, and um, he, he goes by Nightlands. I think he's the bass player, and I did an episode on how he kind of inspired the Cool Hand podcast. Anyway, let me not get too far off the subject. Um, I also saw Halado Negro there for the first time, and Zenizen, and um, I think Slauson Malone is playing like this coming week so they have good acts like if you're in Pittsburgh and you're tapped in with the indie scene I would you know look out follow um the Andy Warhol Museum on Instagram because they do have like good acts for the sound series so shout out to whoever puts that together for um for the Andy Warhol Museum so yesterday I went to go to the um the Andy Warhol block party and they had Halado Negro once again they had Zenizen who I was introduced by Halado Negro, and they also had Ethel Kane. Ethel Kane was the headliner for this. Last year, the headliner was Kurt Vile, and I went last year and saw um, Sudan Archives, who I've also seen in the past, and I left after Sudan Archives. Like, I'm gonna keep it real, like, I'm, we're gonna get to it, but I also left early on yesterday's show, too. So I just, uh, I, before we get to that, I go on like Twitter, like, you know, I, you know, the algorithm caters to my hip hop, uh, my hip hop love and all that stuff and ratchet activity that goes on in urban media. And, um, I had to get off of Twitter. I'm going to, I'm, I'm suspending Twitter for a week. I'm suspending it. I'm not getting suspended. I'm suspending it. You want to know why? Cause every single tweet that I see is talking about Joe Budden and Drake. And Drake just released, 
um, his project for all the dogs. I, I, I'm going to talk about something about that project, but like, I really don't review like mainstream artists and stuff like this on this podcast. I'm about to issue a verbal DP and a DP. I feel like that's a gang word. That's like an LA slang term. A DP is discipline. Is disciplinary action. I gotta, I gotta holler at Drake because I talk about indie artists. I talk about certain genres of music on this podcast, and there's, there's been like some a bunch of controversy. Drake is just, he's just taking. He he said free smoke a few years ago. He's really issuing all. He's checking all sorts of people. He's checking Joe Budden. He's checking everybody. But the one person now, you you go ahead and, and check your your other hip hop contemporaries. But when you start get getting out of line, you need to stay in line. And it hurts to do this. It hurts when you have to discipline somebody you somebody's music you love. Cause I. I'd be the first to tell you, I, 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 I've been rocking with Drake's music for a very long time. And I have a, an episode where I'm actually going to defend him for his, for these whole ghostwriting claims. So it hurts when you gotta, you know, when you gotta put the belt to somebody's music that you love, you know what I'm saying? So, or the person who makes music that you love, let me just, let me speak clearly. Now, on one of these songs, Drake diss Esperanza Spalding. And uh, for those who don't know, she's like a, I, I think she came out the gate as like a jazz artist. But one of the records of hers that I own is called Emily's D Evolution. And this is actually one of the first records that I bought when I got my record player. And I bought this record because I fell in love with another album of hers. And um, I share, my wife and I share a mutual love for a specific song called Cuerpo y Alma. Um, and I believe that's translated heart and soul. This woman is amazing to say the least. And she shocked the world in 2011 when she uh, won the Grammy over, she won the Grammy for best new artist. And let me tell you who she won the Grammy over for best new artist. Now you're gonna, so the nominees were Justin Bieber, Drake, Florence and the Machine, and Mumford and Sons. Now, I'm going to just keep it real. That is a lineup. Because all of these artists today, um, all of the uh, the mentioned artists today are pretty, I would say all of them are pretty big in the in their own lanes, in their own genres and all that. Like when I went to go look this up, and I, and I actually remember when she won this Grammy, because this was the first time I heard of her, but I didn't listen to her music when she won this Grammy in 2011. In 2011, I was like 17. So I, I, I was still in the limitations of hip hop and R&B. That's all I was listening to more. So just hip hop and rap, not even R&B like that. I wasn't open to other genres of music back then. I just remember for me, um, that Justin Bieber lost the best new artist thing because Justin Bieber came out the gate just like such a huge artist whether you loved him or hated him you couldn't get away from Justin Bieber Justin Bieber Justin Bieber so when you see this this Esperanza Spalding person win um best new artist it's like who huh so in 20 in 2011 when she won this like you know it, it was it was super left field um so Drake actually addresses this um on this new album um, so uh, I'm reading this from XXL.com, XXLMag.com. 
On one song in particular, Away From Home, the OVO sound leader disses accomplished jazz musician Esperanza Spalding. Now let's read these lyrics. Check it. All right. Four Grammys to my name, 100 nominations, Esperanza Spalding was getting all the praises. I'm trying to keep it humble. I'm trying to keep it gracious. Who cares? Michelle Obama put you on her playlist. Then we never hear from you again like you was taken. All right. Now, Drake, check this out. Because you never heard of her afterwards. You First of all, you probably never heard of her to begin with. You go ahead and keep finding artists like Georgia Smith, and I apologize if I'm saying her name wrong. This is the first time I actually pronounced Georgia Smith. I don't know if the J's um, on some Spanish stuff where the J is silent, it's Jorge Smith. I don't know. I'm just keeping it real now. I, <laughs> I'm ignorant now. You go ahead and keep messing with, you know, PopCon and and, and and the Africans and, and finding other people, you know, go ahead and hang out with Bad Bunny and all of them. You got to You go ahead. Dis Pusha T. Do that. Dis Joe Budden. This, you know what I mean? This. But come, this is like this is like a shot that doesn't need to be taken. Talking all that. We never hear from you again. No, we kept hearing from her because she kept dropping music. She kept dropping music. She was never supposed to be the big mainstream. Not saying that her music isn't capable of it or she's not talented. All I'm saying is you're dissing somebody in a smaller field. And and at the end of the day, it's rap and it's it's like competition. You know, you you want to be the best, you want to be the man, you want to be macho bravado. I'm this, I'm that. I'm one hit away from tying Michael Jackson or beating Michael Jackson on the charts or something like that. I get it. Because I'm from this culture. I get it. But also there's a level of selective politicking. The same way that I listen to Pusha T the same way that I listen to Joe Budden and got love for both of them. I'm still sticking up for somebody. It's selective. You go ahead and diss them, but you're you're stepping out of you're stepping out of line when you when you come on this side. You heard? She made Cuerpo y Alma. Check that song out and tell me that's not hard. And if you don't like it, then we got a problem on the set. <laughs> So this it's just one thing that I, I just had to get off my chest because I'm like, okay, you're stepping outside of, of hip-hop with this one. Keep keep it, you know, you're going like below the belt. Now, do you expect Esperanza Spalding to like make a diss song, like a, a jazz diss song or a, or a um, experimental diss song? No. Like it's like, you know, it's like you're picking on you're picking on somebody. And at the end of the day, is it that deep? Absolutely not. It's not that deep. Like a hundred years from now, nobody nobody cares. But I think it was just it was just it was just left field for me. I'm like, why is he mentioning Esperanza Spald? Like keep keep Esperanza out your mouth. Like plain and simple. I'm not gonna keep keep talking about this much longer, but keep, keep Esperanza out your mouth. I'm going to tell you like that. I don't want no problems with, with Neeks or Chubbs, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want no issues, but I'm not turning nothing down. <laughs> Do me like detail if you want, but, uh, we ain't, we ain't turning nothing down. This is the cool hand podcast and we ain't going for it. So that's that. I just wanted to, you know, come to the defense as if anybody's going to like really anybody as if Drake's going to hear this. But um, 
yeah, don't 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 do that. We we're not doing that. We ain't doing that. Let me take a sip of this coconut water real quick, cause you know these dudes got me hot. You know, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Talking about some for all the dogs. No, get on that. All right, so I got that off my chest. We had to, <laughs> we had to address that first. Shout out to Drake because he's actually one of my favorite artists. Um, and we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it there. I'm gonna let you hold that. Now. Andy Warhol. I had to, you know, I had to, I had to get to that. I had to get that off my chest. Now, um, the Andy Warhol block party went to go see it, and um, Zinazin was uh, opening up the show. Then Halado Negro played, and then Ethel Kane played. And uh, spoiler alert: I did not stay for Ethel Kane. I did not stay for Ethel Kane um, because it was cold outside for one. And honestly, I didn't plan on staying for the whole show. And um, to be completely honest, I'm not familiar with Ethel Kane's music. And there were other factors involved, which uh, didn't allow me to stay. It was cold outside. It was, uh, you know, it's it's, it's October. Like, it's, it's dark. I didn't have, like, a jacket or anything. Like, my wife was cold. I was a little cold. And I really bought my tickets to see Zinazin. And I also bought my tickets to see Halado Negro again as well. So um, shout out to Ethel Kane. Shout out to her fans because they were all there. And you can point out the Ethel Kane fans. If you Google Ethel Kane, um, all of her fans dress like her. Facts. So Zinazin was performing um, cuts off of her album Proof of Concept. Came out in 2022, I think. And um, that was a good show. It was just her. And I know I follow her on Instagram. She was coming off of uh, having COVID. So I was a little bit worried there. I'm like, oh, man, what if she has to cancel the show? But uh, I believe she recovered from that and was testing negative and which allowed her to uh, play at the show. And and I, it was nice to to see her perform again, especially new music, because her new music is, is groovy and it's funky and she has a good voice. So definitely check that out. So Zinazin did her set. Uh, Zinazin's set was a one woman set. Um, I would have loved, I would have loved to see her play with a band. I would have loved it, man. I would have loved it. But I understand that, you know, not everything can be as ideal as you want it to be. When you're talking, that's, I know there's a lot of preparation and stuff going into that. And, um, you know, you're splitting your money X amount of ways, I would imagine, when you're playing with a band. But hopefully I can see her in the future playing with a band with those live instruments. And she was playing um, the little guitar piano. That's what I'm going to call it. It's like a piano that straps around. You Guitar piano. So she was playing that. Um, and she did her thing. It was a, it was a good show. Like she didn't sound like she was sick the way that I sound right now. Um, so shout out to her. So then Halado Negro comes on, and this is the thing about Halado Negro. I've seen him play about four times now. Three times was like real, like his music. The one time was at the Warhol. They had him like do like a commission. And it was pretty much like him doing like a live soundtrack to this little Andy Warhol exhibit thing. And um, I have some, I might still have some footage from that, but I just haven't used it for anything. I have a lot of footage that people haven't seen. So I've seen him four times and three times was him playing his like album cuts. And each time that I've seen him play, it's been something different. The first time was like the intimate show, the sound series, and that was like pretty much acoustic. 
The second time was uh, the the, uh, the exhibit that he did. The third time was uh, like a, a formal show with his full band, and and that was pretty nice uh, out in Washington D.C. And this time, of course, like being able to bring something fresh to the table, to bring something new to the table, um, performing X amount of times, and everything has been like so fresh. Each time was something different. So he's playing his he's playing his cuts. He's playing his album songs. He's playing, uh, and he's he 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 sang a couple songs with Zinazin as well. So it was nice to see that duo again. Um, they did like Pais Nublado. They did uh, he did Running at the end. And one thing that he did was play a new song. So this is a Cool Hand Podcast exclusive. Sound effects, sound effects. Cool Hand Podcast exclusive. A new song, a new single is dropping soon for Halado Negro. And a new album is coming in 2024. Uh, so he played that song and it was it was explosive, bro. It was explosive. So uh, we got that coming. And so uh, after the show, I got some merch. I wanted to get a Zenizen record, but I don't, from what I understand, she didn't have, she didn't bring any merch. So Zenizen, sorry, sis, you missed out on my money. Um, but I did end up getting uh, a Halado Negro record. I actually never heard this one before. So uh, yeah, Double Youth, that's what it's called. My homeboy put me on a Halado Negro. So I really got hip to his music in about in around 2019. So um, I haven't listened to the full discography. And this is one record that I haven't heard. Um, you can't see this record, but I have one of his records hanging up right there. Um, so anyway, new album coming by Halado Negro. Uh, shout out to Zenizen. I didn't get to talk to her after the show. I really wanted to, but she was nowhere to be found. I did get to chop it up with uh, Halado Negro after the show. I believe his wife was there. And one thing people don't may not know, if you didn't see my vlog um, when I went to D.C., I did end up seeing Halado Negro on the street. Um, I said this in my other in my other episode, um, my other little vlog. But I was driving, trying to find parking, and as I was parking um, to go to the show, I saw him with some people. So I walked up to him, met him again. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Woo 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 woo. Um, so yeah, so I, that's what happened. What's up? <laughs> What's up, y'all? You're playing Mario. I'm playing Mario or you're playing Mario? Okay, Where's where where where's the baby girl? She's over there fighting her dad. Oh, look at, where you at, baby? Come on, how you doing? You at daddy's house? How you doing? All right, girl. Good to see you. I like your shirt. <laughs> Bye. You know, I'm a family man now, you know. <laughs> 
you know, I'm a family man and all that. So, you know, I do my, you know, you know, the family got a call. You got it. You got to stop the pod for it, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think that was a, that's a good sign to like kind of stop. But yeah, just a, a quick check in. Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Um, I got some good stuff coming up. I got some good stuff coming up. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, of course, Spotify. Please support that. Uh, Twitter, I don't really, I'm not useful on Twitter. I just laugh at other people's tweets. And um, Facebook as well. I'm on Facebook if you are a 45-year-old conspiracy theorist. I, that's what I view Facebook as nowadays. I just like, you know, if you're 50 years old and you like repost political stuff and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, if you want to support the channel, uh, cash app, Venmo, one of those things, support the channel. That's, that's what they do support. Um, so yeah, you can do that. Um, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. I appreciate everybody who, uh, who listens to the podcast. Oh yeah. One more thing. Congratulations to, uh, to fly rock and Johnny. Um, I know you've seen this hat before on um, Valare Toro. He's one half of the owners of uh, Valare Toro. So shout out to him. I believe he got married today. I believe he got married today. So shout out to you. Congratulations. Um, I wish you a fruitful marriage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool hand podcast. Something you got to deal with. Um, I'll see you on the next one. Easy.